business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 118 of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arnie Heiskanen and I have on the line Joe Geekrich, founder and CEO of Project Ready. We're going to discuss how to succeed in infrastructure construction with collaborative information management. Joe, it's great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Arnie. Thank you for having me on. Uh, please tell us about yourself and Project Ready, your company. Sure. Um, so Project Ready uh, came out of, ran a successful uh, systems integration practice for the last 21 years now. <clears throat> and off of that practice, we ended up with a lot of AEC clients um, and started building customizations of type, uh, particularly around the SharePoint stack. Um, but as time went on, we said, you know, there's a lot of repeatable IP here, and we started to understand greater and greater that the for the AEC to really become digitized and uh, for the transformation, it, it was not just SharePoint. It was the need to create an integrated data environment. So we launched Project Ready a few years back, uh, and as part of that, our concept of an integrated data environment is to allow best of breed, so say SharePoint for office assets, uh, Autodesk Cloud for uh, BIM assets or Revit and, and such, and we also integrate to Procore, Box, and number of SKUs. And so Project Ready's intent was to bring all this data in context together on a project and apply process over those various platforms. So... Uh, like I said, we started understanding the need for collaboration and the value that the M365 stack uh, represented. But as the product evolved and our understanding evolved, eh, it wasn't enough. We had to create this integrated data environment to allow these different platforms to um, work together and so that people could work with that data. Yeah, but uh, I understood that you you have uh, personally back background in construction. Uh, no, actually, uh, I'm, a, I'm a former musician and filmmaker from about 30 years ago. Uh, it's true. I had my master's in film from NYU and the like. But I was always uh, focused on you know, the narrative of the story and how people interact with it. So that has driven my integration practice. And so that integration practice was always focused on connecting that information, but in a highly usable fashion, that you know, one of the... Um, uh, shortfallings of technology uh, over the years has been to build something that's uh, wonderful from a technology perspective, but nobody could work with it. And with that, you know, you can collect all the data on Earth, and we have a lot of data on Earth right now, but if people didn't have uh, a way to relate to that information and bring it together in context, uh, there was no way to collaborate on it, make sense of it, or drive the value from it. Wonderful to see people coming into this industry from from a from outside, so to speak. A lot of musicians in the business. That's what mm -hmm, I have found. Yeah. <laughs> and also, many architects are not uh, actually doing design. They are doing something, maybe uh, music. <laughs> so, <laughs> Graphics. Yeah, okay. So, um, at least here in Finland, um, after a slow start, I would say that infrastructure construction is now in the vanguard of digitalization, surprisingly. Do you see the same progress happening in the USA? Uh, yes, and finally, uh, to put it that way. So when we started, you know, the, I trademarked the name of the company like five years ago when we were leveraged IP, basically. And it was with this understanding that you just couldn't continue to operate in the way that they did. Now, there were reasonable challenges uh, around the digitization of the industry, both 
everything from old habits to just uh, appropriate technology to drive that. But yeah, we, we've seen that really light up, particularly in the last year, year and a half. You've seen new titles in the industry popping up all over the place. VDC and the like has become a, a really big uh, skill set and title in the industry. And it's all around leading that charge toward digitization. We have stimulus uh, stimulus programs here in the EU, uh, and you have your now a huge infrastructure bill in the USA. Uh, was it one trillion or something like that? Yeah, one point two trillion. Where? Yes. Well, yeah, real, real, really a huge sum. A of few money. dollars. Yeah, a few dollars. Yes, but um, in in twenty twenty two, when clients and project uh, project teams are uh, starting up these new projects, what what kind of challenges do you think they will have? Uh, there are a few challenges, a lot of which uh, relates to the burgeoning but still early state of digitization in, in uh, the industry. So <clears throat> here to four, those challenges were lack of available bandwidth because some of these files are massive. Uh, and frankly, you know, when we started, you know, the, you look at FinServe, you look at insurance, uh, they, were, they were getting digitized early because the assets they work with weren't that chunky, if you will. And so now you have the Autodesk Cloud and uh, Procore, all which are cloud platforms, and you have available bandwidth. But one of the challenges around any project, let alone the ramp up now in infrastructure, is again, how do you bring all that information together in that single context? How do you set up all those systems quickly? How do you secure those systems? How do you synchronize that data? How do you manage transmittals and the like? So the the challenges for the industry right now is, you know, they were sort of slow getting off the blocks, if you will. Uh, to make these transitions. And uh, with specific regard to the infrastructure bill, there's a, a shortage of talent uh, and labor uh, in the market. Right? I don't know if that's global. I wouldn't be surprised if it is, but it certainly is in the States. And so that's one of the things that we really push is, is that if y- you don't have all the resources you need, then they should not be doing brute force, low-level work. Right? So downloading assets, logging into a spreadsheet and the like. So th- this lack of talent in the marketplace is is a big uh, bit of the challenge. And so you combine this with this rapid ramp up where people want to get busy. There's a number of projects have been waiting to go and the like. Um, but but the, the shortage of labor and the rapid onset is also going to increase risk uh, quite significantly. So there's a piece in the New York Times uh, about the labor shortage within the industry. And they said it's all well and good. We have 1.2 trillion. Uh, how are you going to find the bodies for this, the talent for this? How are you going to manage that information quickly and efficiently? Uh, so every opportunity also has its challenge. So those those are the two big ones I see uh, in 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 the the ramp up on the infrastructure bill. Do you have enough talent, um, and can you get things going in a way that is accurate and doesn't in fact increase risk? You know, act in haste. Uh, uh, repentant leisure. Uh, th- this is a considerable risk. I think uh, is out there right now. Uh, so, can you share with us some best uh, practices and advice on succeeding in infrastructure projects? Yeah, and I can talk about some of our experience with clients as well. Um, so, best practices for one is um, don't sit on your heels, right? You know, move forward in digitization, adopt cloud platforms, and more importantly, uh, unifying that data and creating efficiency on those workflows, right? So how do you manage information that's flowing from all these different platforms in that coherent fashion? So th- th- this would be 
you know, sort of number one for me is you can't live on file systems forever. You should not be tracking things in spreadsheets. It's great you have something homegrown. I don't mean that in a snide fashion from 20 years ago, but, you know, uh, it's old school, not a good way, as I would say, right? So there's a lot of legacy applications out there, you know, the glorified cloud. You have a server on your side and a server on the other side and some old VB app and the like. It is just time to walk from that. And it is very much the time to do that because you do have some time on this ramp up and it's a journey, right? You know, um, business uh, disruption used to be your servers going down. Now it's changing too much for your end users. So you want to start sooner than later to start to edge them in there. And uh, the best practice, again, is to really always be focused on the end user experience. Uh, if you give people a complex system and this is a one-off and that's a one-off, you're just going to do an end run around those systems. Next thing you know, they're emailing, they're chatting with people on Facebook, right, uh, to get the project done. You have no governance, no control, and no fungible data at the end. And so that best practice of digitization, bringing together data uh, in that context so that the taxonomy scales is also what's requisite for digital twins at this point. Right, digital twin is a lot of things, right? Um, it's not just the 3D walkthrough, which is cool, uh, but it's all that underlying information from the moment of inception to closeout that you really have to capture. Uh, this will also help you with efficiency in a huge way because if you start collecting and collating uh, net new data, it becomes historical data, and historical data allows you to learn and again work more efficiently and, and drive your bottom line. Uh, but that's I can't say it enough. They, you know, working on file systems and spreadsheets is a bit. Uh, antiquated, to put it nicely. Mm, yeah, uh, you you already mentioned Project Ready, what what you're doing, but but what? How can you help in practice with with all this? Sure. So it is purpose built for that, right? So we have our own project management and document control tools, but it, it's our ability to let an end user drive that process in a way that's maddeningly simple. Like even our document control cart, it was based upon an Amazon cart. So I'll give you a, a for instance. If you have to send out a, a transmittal, right, and you go up, oh, some of the information's in Procore, some's in SharePoint, some's in BIM, you have people logging in, downloading, going to their desktop, go out to lunch. By the time they come back and sync it up or send it out, it's probably stale, right? So the ability to simply automate workflows that are built for how people work uh, is what our shopping cart is. So when we spin up projects, we connect them all with the ID uh, from the project ID, typically from the project accounting system, so that when they go in to create a package to answer an RFI or send out for approval, just laid out in front of them are the items that they can add to their cart. They're not logging in and out of systems. They're, they're not looking for the email of the person they have to send it to. This goes by lickety-split. And so... That, that's a big driver of uh, value we bring and the ROI around our ability to set up uh, secure and sync. We have one customer uh, working on the largest uh, project in North America now. They have over 600 people on that project who come and go across phases, different vendors come in and out. Hand tooling all that secure access from one system to another is really time consuming. And again, it's always about risk, right? You know, you take, for instance, this tragedy that occurred in Florida here in the United States. Well, which report were they looking at? At what date and who approved it? This, this, you know, the built world is built for people uh, to go into buildings and on highways and the like. And so if you can't quickly assimilate that data, manage that data, make sense of that data, make sure it's always the right data, uh, literally uh, you can lose lives, right? Uh, as well as quite a bit of money. 
you you're doing this already uh on a daily basis <laughs> what you're explaining and uh, it's in in real uh use so uh what kind of feedback have you res- got from your clients or customers sure uh, this is a big driver of also how we built the application having come out of uh, the custom services practice, it was always about capturing people's use cases and the like. And we have a broad uh, set, which is also speaks to the value of our product in that uh, we have uh, public-private partnerships, you know, P3, uh, retail store outlets, uh, architectural firms. And so our ability to look across all those different use cases and then to build uh, a system that scales and has universal value uh, across them, this is uh, how we develop the product and learn. And so uh, the big ones were, again, that security. So we have a centralized roles matrix. You have a role inside our system. We map it to uh, Autodesk, to SharePoint, to Teams, to Box. And as you change people in and out, we just automatically update those permissions. This is, again, especially on large-scale projects, uh, enormous. Uh, other ones of our clients, so they come to us for different uh, parts of our application, you know, some all of it, some a subset. And uh, that document control area has always been our sweet spot. We do it very uniquely. We are true cloud to cloud. And so the ability to, again, easily interact with that data, but then have reta- uh, real-time uh, updates and transmission of data is critical, right? You know, you can synchronize data even but if it, you have to load down you know 100 binaries to a desktop wait for it to resolve and then stick it back up 24 hours later like i said it's no longer the same bloody document right that that ship has sailed uh, as it were so uh the set of secure and sync uh, which is project ready central that's our core product and our enterprise features around project management and document control have helped our clients quite a bit one of our largest clients one a uh, major pain point for them is something we do uniquely is our project management system also has unique uh, characteristics and values for document control itself. So I'll give you a, a case in point. You have to have a series of meetings and tasks and all this stuff that ultimately have to spit out a document. And that document may be the same document of type that you have to send out, say, every quarter. Well, we set up all those uh, programmatic, you know, program management elements and tasks, uh, then you go, okay, generate a document. Now, we have all the information on the project. We know the ID, the customer, the location, the the GIS code. So I go, okay, you have a gallery of documents. We inject that, generate the document. Great, that's done. Click the next button and send it out for approval. So nobody uh, that we know of in the marketplace can do that. And it's this very simple, elegant way to go, "I, I have stuff to do to create a document. Why am I going in and downloading an old one and hoping to do like find and replace, which is way not good, right? Um, and then have to put it someplace. So in our case, when we generate that document, it just sits in SharePoint, click the button, goes through. Now you also have a, a, a full uh, life cycle of the task that led up to the creation of the document, the metadata of, uh, associated with it, and the approval status. You can link that back from the first task to the final approval in a single report in a single view. Hmm. Yeah, I, that sounds really, really good. Uh, automating workflows and and managing risks at the same time and <laughs> making sure that in the, because oftentimes, unfortunately, uh, project uh, projects or some parts of, of of project teams end up in in court. <laughs> yes. Yes, my COO quotes his former employer 
that the last stage of a construction project is litigation. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's sad, but but still true. And hopefully, what you're doing helps your clients avoid that in the future. Yeah, enormously. And and so even our own bespoke workflows will connect Procore workflows, ACC workflows. So something originates in Procore. You get an alert, comes over here. But now you need six people internally to answer that RFI. No, sign out those tasks, click a button, and it updates Procore, pushes over the documents that are requisite. Uh, again, that automatic sync. These, these are critical elements to reduce that risk because the risk really that drives litigation is documentation. And this is the other challenge that I saw in the industry, just to back up on that, is that here's an industry that was transformed uh, through computer-assisted design, CAD, right? and then Revit and BIM and all that great stuff. But there's been um, a hyper-focus on, you know, a CAD station and CAD software, right? But the greatest value you have in your company are your employees. You have a shortage of talent of those employees, and they're doing things brute force inaccurately, and there was never really enough of a focus and regard on the professional services element of design firms. Yes, I understand. Of a trillion dollars, it's going to be $900 billion of concrete and Teamsters, man. But at the end of the day, the people who, the architects, the engineers, the owners, all these people are professional services. And what drives all the contracts and all those connections are documents that have to be securely shared. And, and this has just been missed. And the reason why we caught it was because our pedigree and background was around document control and business intelligence and workflow for a whole host of industries. Uh, and that's what we saw most glaringly uh, lacking, if you will, within the AEC and what the focus of the product was to really resolve. It, it's a missed opportunity. It's a waste of money. And it's just something that culturally the industry never really uh, took a keen eye at. I have a guy. We got this kid out of college. He can download it. That, that is not a good way to run your business. Mm, uh, definitely not. Yes. <laughs> uh, so w what's in the future for you? Um. Yeah, a few things. So a bit of more of the same. We connect to about, we've written over 650 APIs, uh, constantly expanding. There are a couple of products that we want to get um, integration into, like Asite and Equinix, um, uh, new partners of ours around Ignite and Panzera. We want to bring all those tools together into the sync and into our workflows as well. Uh, very highly complementary. Uh, always improving our user experience and the simplicity of our workflows. It's a constant uh, work in progress, not because you got it wrong, but because you can always get it better. Uh, and so we plan on staying very focused on that. And then I guess the other thing really is around data. Um, so digital twins are a big thing out there. We're close with Microsoft and a number of folks. We have common friends over there, you and I, Arnie. Um, and so to really work more closely uh, on integration with digital twins to supply that data, you know, like on almost a sci-fi level, um, we're friends with a company called Vim. So you're walking through the building, you go, where's the contract? You click a digital virtual draw, and all of a sudden the document comes out. You know, that, that kind of sci-fi stuff is really at hand. Um, and so that is a digital, so the integration of the data, the extension of the data that we bring in, and its integration of digital twins, and just to continue to add more and more uh, other systems connect into our integrated data environment. Build on our success and expand from there. Yeah. Uh, and where can our listeners find you? online oh uh www as they say project-ready.com and of course linkedin everybody goes to linkedin you can find us there as well 
Uh, but yeah, that's the website, uh, project-ready.com. Joe, it's been a pleasure talking to you and uh, again, and all the best for the future and happy holidays. Same to you, Arnie. It's always a pleasure as well. Really is. And I appreciate the time and the invite. Thanks for listening. For more construction, innovation and technology news and stories, visit aec-business.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast.